0: Oh no, some scary clowns would have water all oh, my comics. Never fear, son. In Colorado, there is one place to go for all your comic needs. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh boy, thanks, Coins, Cards, Comics, man. Oh no, there's a lady hanging off that building. Can you save her? I can save her, but you can also save 20% by getting a whole slot at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, she's falling! Did you know prices are also falling on back issues at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics?
1: Thanks for saving me, Coins, Cards, Comics guy. Now I can buy my son the card
0: games he wants and the sports memorabilia my husband wants. That's correct, ma'am. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics knocks it out of the park so visit 6700 wadsworth boulevard in arvada colorado they're open tuesday through saturday 10 a.m to 6 p.m and tell them the real nerd sent you for barbecue
1: that can't be beat try birdman barbecue sauce available and original and spicy these robust, full flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try a new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop Off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ.
0: Welcome to another thrilling edition of Real Nerds. To my right is... James. To my left is... Brad. How's everybody doing this week? Good. I'm tired. Uh, tired? Uh, yeah, no, still good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry you're tired, Brad. Tough week at work. Mm-hmm. Lots of editing.
2: Yeah, well, that too, and just tough week outside of work.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you don't look tired. You Thank look you. like you're ready to rock and roll.
2: Wow, that's amazing.
0: Looks, looks like you're ready to grab a Tommy gun and join in the fight in Lawless which we saw this week. Yeah. Starring Bane, Tom Hardy. <laughs> oh, and Shia
1: LaBeouf. It is kind of hard to to look at Tom Hardy and not think about Bane right well,
0: now. What is crazy though is he in that movie you just see his eyes but he has those eyes where you're just Yeah. They're dreaming and you get like lost in them. Wait, are you talking about Bane? <laughs> were you were you attracted to Bane? Dude, totally. Oh, wow. He he's so charismatic and I would join his revolution
3: because then I'd <laughs> hope I'd
0: get off the island with him. Um, I guess not the island. I guess the, no. It's an island. The it's Pittsburgh because there's three rivers surrounding it. I think it's a <laughs> peninsula.
1: No, 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 Gotham. It's an island. Like I, I've, I've looked at the map. It's like well, I guess Manhattan. yeah.
0: I guess it's, it's supposed to be like Manhattan. Yeah. So yeah, makes sense. Anyways, we saw Lawless, so stay tuned for that. If you've never listened to the Real Nerds, guess what, guys? You can interact with us. You can tweet us real underscore nerds. You can email us James. You know the email address? Um, something at uh, Google. Okay, that's taking too long. It's realnerds at gmail.com. I'm yes. trying to I'm trying to evolve you into the openings, but you guys just dropped the fucking ball. You didn't even ask me anything. I know. And now I'm asking you. What's our phone number, Brad? 720-663-7375. Please six leave a message.
2: 5
1: It's 6Nerds5.
0: I know that part. 6Nerds5. You can also like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can also download us on iTunes. I haven't said that in a while. You can download us on iTunes. Please do. Yeah, absolutely. That's the easiest way to get it. It is the easiest way to get it. And rate us if you feel like it. <laughs> we have like you know like ten ratings now. We're trying to get over a hundred. Please make sure you do that. Um, you can also go to our website, Real Nerds Podcast, if you just want to stream the uh, podcast, and they're all there for your listening pleasure, as Kevin Smith would say, to tickle your ear pussy. Time to dive in the mailbag. So we got a few things this week, gentlemen. We yeah. got uh, we got a nice little Facebook message from Russell. Do you want me to say it? You're looking at me like I skipped something. I, yeah. <laughs> Did it's you okay. want me to say that first? Uh, it's up to you. It's your show. Ah uh, fuck. Okay. Um, Do we need to back up? No, no, no. This is in the mailbag. I got this. I got this on Facebook too. Brad's movie, but well, I guess short film. Yeah. Short film. Don't be a pussy. Whoa, watch your language. Whoa, hey, hey, hey. If you see the movie, you'll know why it's called that. Oh. It screens at the Esquire Theater on Wednesday, September 5th at 7.30. It's $12. Buy in advance if possible, landmarktheaters.com. Uh, they want you to buy in advance because they, they were telling us when you premiered it at The Gothic that that sells out really quickly, correct? Yeah. And so, Brad, why don't you tell everybody, why are you showing it in a movie theater? That's awesome.
2: Because we were selected as one of the... Top sixteen of the forty-eight hour film project for Denver.
1: Oh no way!
0: So that's cool.
2: It's the best of screening, and um, and you're
0: one of the best of.
2: And we were well. That's that was for sure one of the best. Yeah,
0: and I I mean, I know you know you're part of our show, and I would tell you it was good if it wasn't. But in all (laughs) honesty, it is really good. (laughs) I would tell you Um, it was bad. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's leaps and bounds better than last year's. So. Thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's a little more creative and it's uh, more us. Yeah, it's more you. And the the title "Don't Be a Pussy" is really misleading, and it's it's really funny. Um, I'll never forget when we were at the screening and the title card came up and people started laughing. And <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it because it's too funny if I spoil it. But uh, make sure you find out it's awesome. Yeah, um, it's not it's not sexual, guys. It's it's kind of a uh, what or would, derogatory or derogatory. What, what what would you call it? Like a misleading title i guess it's um if that, if you had to describe your movie brad how would you describe it
2: uh just simply a an athlete tries to uh an athlete falls from grace and then rises back to the top. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And I think my favorite part is Brad's sister's in it wearing a mustache for some reason. Oh, Unknown. that's your sister? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, she does this goofy little dance I, I think is really kind of <laughs> funny. Like, for some reason, I don't know. What, did you tell her to dance or did you just tell her to do something?
2: Yeah, I just told him to, like, stretch and get ready for <laughs> stretch
0: a Stretch and race. she danced. All yeah. right,
1: cool. We, oh, maybe she, maybe she had seen that... Uh,
2: you know, it was, it, was,
1: it was around the Olympics that, you know, there was that girl from Australia. No Isn't one that knows that what you're talking about. You're the only star. one who watched the opening ceremonies, J- James, because well, I am. we're not losers. I was always looking for her because she was cute, but then I never saw her in the actual Olympics. I just saw her on the internet. No, Brad's sister lives in Estes
0: Park. I don't no, 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 <laughs> I don't mean oh, Estes Park. I was going to say, I don't think she even gets to in park. I TV was not on hitting on Brad's sister from <laughs> across the couch. That would be weird. <laughs> is it Estes it's Park seriously. or Winter Park? Or? It's partial. Well, you know, close. <laughs> no, you know I'm not stalking your sister. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Wednesday, September 5th at seven thirty. Go check it out um, because it'll be awesome. Yeah. And it's really cool that you're on a movie screen, like at a real movie theater, like the Landmark Theater. Is, That's right. I mean, the Esquire yeah. Theater.
2: Never would I have uh, imagined that I would be showing my dopey little film at a. Are you going to wear your top hat? Uh, Don't again? sit in the balcony. Don't sit there, <laughs> yeah. Too um, soon for
0: leaking jokes, anybody? But no, I think it, I never imagined. I know, the
2: place I go to to watch midnight movies all the time. I'm going to be showing one of my own. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like a dream come true. It is, even it, if it doesn't, you know, go anywhere. <laughs> it,
0: uh, it doesn't matter. It's still cool. Yeah. and at least you'll be bunched with you know ones that are good, so you don't have to sit through the one where they those kids are screaming Disney. Disneyland, take me to Disneyland. Oh, is that in there? You'll looking yeah. at me like it's in there. Uh, no, I don't Okay, right. thank God. Oh man, You're like don't they might be listening to this? <laughs> if they're listening to it, make a better movie. <laughs> yeah, That's what that I do. I rate movies on here. If
2: uh, I don't remember <laughs> them exactly, but I think they had a similar movie last year. It's kind of like a home video type what? thing. So
0: weird. And yoga. And why is that so long? <laughs> Fuck. Or maybe it just seems long because they
2: know. let you do up to seven minutes.
0: Yeah. Man, it seems like an eternity.
2: Yeah. Part of our goal was to keep it short. So
0: anyways, you can also go on Facebook Denver forty hour film project and you can yeah, there's a link on there, you can go get tickets. Right. Um and it's on our it's on our real nerds page too, so make sure you check it out. And also the not literally girls did are they in? Do you know if they're they in They did,
2: they made it. They made it. Cool. So
0: congratulations. So Not Literally Girls, congratulations. And they're starting a Gryffindor little pride video. My m- my house, guys. Love Gryffindor. Anyways, we'll get back to Real Nerds mailbags now. Thanks Ryan Thanks for promoting my stuff You're welcome Good job Brad I'm proud of you Yay My little boys all growing up Anyways uh, We (laughs) got a We got a message from Russell uh, In the mailbag Does he talk about our dicks? No He says Okay guys This just isn't fair Every week I listen to you And hear Birdman's barbecue ad making my mouth water with desire for their smoky dry rub on my burgers. So buy some. But they don't have online ordering available. Oh. Unfortunately, they don't have online ordering. Russell
2: lives in Washington, D.C. He so does. So you can't just run out to Ace Hardware and get any. Yeah,
0: but <clears> Joe <throat> said next time Russell's in town, uh, I think he even posted on Facebook that he has some dry rub waiting for him. So Very nice.
2: Can uh, we just ship one to Russell?
0: Uh, we could.
1: Yeah, dry rub we can ship for sure. Yeah,
2: You can't ship the wet rub? <laughs> 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 What's that? The, the barbecue sauce you could put it in a box you yeah. can
0: ship your wet rub nice as gross yeah. Uh, yeah so anyways russell if you're listening joe heard it and he liked the comment so you do have some dry rub so i'll get some from him and we'll ship it to you uh brad i'm guessing you have his address yeah i'll cool. take care of it brad has your address we'll get I got it something to send to him anyway Hey, and so what you'll send him will also smell like dry rub. Hmm.
1: Yeah, what dicks are we? We gave some to Zach Howard who lives in Denver and could buy some, and then yep. he didn't ship some <laughs> yeah. to somebody who lives outside the state. Hey, but
0: now now uh, Joe can say that his dry rub is in a, a comic book, uh, famous comic book artist's house being Isner used, nominated. hopefully. Um, and then he went on to say in other news, I thought it was nice having Jesse on, and a few weeks ago you had Joe on as a guest, too. Any thought on having guests on more... Consistently, I think Ryan does a great job bouncing off other people's reactions. Thank you, Russell. I do. Um, We always welcome guests on our show anytime.
2: There's always an open invitation.
0: Always an open invitation. So if you're around, um, yeah, please come on. Uh, You can call. You can leave us a voicemail if you want on our Real Nerds um, voicemail and say, "Hey, I want to, you know, sit on your show." And we'll tell you what time we're seeing the movie. It's usually always around seven thirty on a Friday. On a Friday, and we have dinner before. So you're more than welcome to join us. Um, So please do. Yeah, absolutely. It's an open invitation. We have people that come with us every week, and they're not on the show. So anytime we get a different point of view is always good. That's why we like when people email us and send us Twitter stuff, too, because then we can get a different perspective. I'm sure people are tired of listening to what I say all the time. Yeah. Even though I am incredibly intelligent, and I'm really... Oh, that's cute, Brad. You have Batman on your phone. Yeah. Anyways, so... We'll get uh, to some tweets. We just got a couple tweets. If we happen to miss your tweet, resend us the tweet. Um, we're getting a lot of mail right now, and so we're trying to uh, not miss anybody. But if we miss something, you know, say, "Hey, real nerd, you missed my awesome view of Premium Rush." No matter what James says, and I'll say, "You know what? I'll rush to your tweet and read it." I don't know that that joke fell flat. flat <laughs> <all the time>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, You're
2: partially distracted by trying
0: to look it up. Yeah, well, I was trying yeah. to look it up. Anyway, Anyways. if
1: we don't get it through Twitter, you should send it by bike messenger. As, yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. And only Joseph Gordon-Levitt will we accept it from, because yes. he's the best bike messenger in New York. Yeah. Anyways, at LimeCoco underscore nut wrote, been listening to the podcast from Durango to San Diego, 14 hours over two days, new record with at infamous Mr. Lynch, you know what? That has to be a record, um, because Brad went on a road trip to Washington D.C. and didn't listen to it that much. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Cora. Yeah, for awesome. sending that. That's awesome. We really appreciate it. She's got to be like almost
2: out of episodes at this point, right?
0: Um. Well, Ooh. no. Cause, well, I mean, if you do the movie and spectacular, a uh, film explosion, that one's three and a half hours. So, right. that, yeah, that take a lot of time. But I still, ho- she's, I hope already she's not been
1: working too far back into the catalog.
2: <laughs> yeah, It's just like she. Not only did she take this road trip, but even before that, she was going back yeah. and forth to Durant. So, so we um, really
0: appreciate you listening to him and sending yeah. us stuff. Um, I hope you're finding them entertaining. If you have any you know, concerns or you say, hey, this part sucks donkey dick, we will change that. And uh, if hmm. if she shows up at Denver Comic Con next year and walks up to Brad and goes, "Hey, Brad Butt I she should get an award oh man, right that'd there. be awesome right there. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, I would never recommend anybody going back to listen to our first episode, but if you're <laughs> bored one day, please do. <laughs> uh, um, when we do the actual movie stuff, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, also, she wrote another thing, and she said, "Listening to the Spider Man episode, Mark Wahlberg. Seriously, <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, Cora, I got some good news for you. This is even before you tweeted us." Mark Wahlberg called us again. Not Wait, really? Mark really? Wahlberg.
3: Hey, Real Nerds, it's Mark Wahlberg. One want call and say, hey. Some guy just says, hey, give me Megatron. And I go, what? You can't take a Transformer. One are huge. The other players couldn't do anything. Those Transformers are so big. And he says, Mark, it's not a real Transformer. And I said, you, you mean a Gobot? You're going to call a Gobot Megatron? That's just wrong. Those guys are fake anyways. I don't think they allow robots in the NFL. And he goes, Mark, stop. I'm talking about Calvin Johnson. That's his nickname. And I said, I think I've heard that before.
0: Oh, so thank you, Mr. not really Mark Wahlberg, we really appreciate you calling us again to let us know about your day. It was really awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't believe he has time to listen to a I
0: know, podcast. Right? That's I mean, what else is he going to do? Is he working on The Departed too? He I think da- he's the only one who makes it out at the end. If I remember correctly. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. You're right. He's the guy in the socks at the end.
0: Yeah, because you know he walks up and Matt Damon sees him behind him. He's like, just, just do it, and then he blows him away. Spoilers for that. Movie <laughs> Spoilers for the ago. movie that came out four um, years ago, three years ago, two thousand six, six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That must have been one of the first Blu-rays I forgot. It was overrated then too. Wow! What this this guy? Wow! Whoa! This guy! Whoa. Tell us how great the legend of Cora is, uh, dude! Oh my god, that show's so good. <laughs> so again, you How's guys. How's the newsroom doing lately? Ah, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, you're the only one who likes it. Um, yeah, but those people are wrong. So you can tweet us. Remember at real underscore nerds. Thank you, Cora. Again, we yeah, appreciate it. Um, you can email us nerds at gmail dot com. Dan, uh, we love hearing your emails. And also, you can call us 720 nerds 5 like Mark Wahlberg. Not really. Just totally did. <laughs> so thanks, thanks, Marky Mark. Um, guys. What? Box office numbers. Okay.
4: This is the box office stats.
0: Uh, the Expendables 2 repeated as champs. Wow, I'm surprised that movie is doing so well. At 13.4 million. The movie we saw didn't do so well. Oh. Aw. Coming in at eighth place was Premium Rush with six million. Ouch. I don't. I don't know why I say all because
1: I really. I, I, I think know, I we, liked it the least of all of us, but I never liked seeing a movie do poorly. Yeah, I do.
2: Well the whole weekend was terrible.
1: Really. It's yeah. like
0: I, I always root against like when Titanic was re released, I was rooting against it so bad. I cannot yeah. believe it made another sixty million dollars. And it's bull crap that thank you, Box Office Mojo, includes <laughs> it into <laughs> their their final gross. Yeah. There should be two separate grosses. Yeah, it should be. It should be Titanic and Titanic three D because Titanic three D technically is a new movie, correct?
1: Yeah. Well, but but the Presidents was set when they re released Star Wars and they bundled that money back in with the original Star Wars. So that's why.
0: But Star Wars is a good movie, so it should get an (laughs) exemption.
1: Yeah. Bad movies should always
0: get punished. DVDs and Blu-ray.
5: DVD releases and Blu-ray.
0: Not much this week. All TV shows, right? (laughs) Brad listed (laughs) notes on here that I just read. (laughs) He said, uh, I'm going to read it because it's funny. You don't have to mention anything on the list. I just listed stuff anybody might care about Um, (laughs) because next week it's not really that cool. I actually think the 31-disc Harry Potter set's pretty cool because it comes comes in a cool chest. Yeah, But um, I'm not going to spend $370 on movies I already own. Exactly. I did enter the contest to win it, so if I win it, cool. Um, You know, it's interesting. I was reading on Amazon uh, the Harry Potter fans are giving it one star because they – the digital copy is ultraviolet, and they think it's the biggest piece of shit ever.
1: Well, hmm. And
0: that's, like, their biggest reason for hating it. It's kind of interesting. That, you know, the same kind of thing happened
1: with, uh, when they re-released Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray. If you went on to Amazon, the rating was always one star mm-hmm. because they were clearly double-dipping people because they didn't release the extended cut at yeah. the same time. and that's
0: basically another one they're complaining yeah. about, too. Cause but that makes more
1: sense. Like, I yeah. can see the fans rebelling against that because that's them clearly being greedy. But, uh, this. But, like, who know, really uses
0: ultraviolet, though?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, who, who's using that many, um, uh, digital copies? Yeah. Like, they're like,
0: oh, man, I can't wait to have a digital copy of Harry Potter or seven, eight movies to go on my two yeah. hour flight that used each to be so much easier hours. when you
2: could just put the disc in and download it and it was on your hard drive. Now you got to, like, sign up for this account. And, yeah, yeah. they do
0: what? that on purpose. So you, as far as I'm concerned, if you own the Blu ray, go torrent the movie and use it however you want. Um, and this is why James one day will be. You know, we talk about what time we're doing our podcast, and it's all fun. And the FBI is going to bust down my door and haul James away because he (laughs) loves talking about stealing stuff on the internet. But we'll have it on tape. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation, season one. Brad, you looking forward to that one, or is it horrible?
2: Uh, It's already on Netflix, so I've watched it. And it's—I would own it just because I'm a Turtles
0: fan, but it's—it's not good. (laughs) Um,
1: When—when—when is that show from? Is that from like 1998?
2: Yeah, okay. I kind of remember
0: that. And then for James, Two Broke Girls, season one. You can own it on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, I mean... That show's coming back. You know what? I'm going to so buy that for him for his birthday. No, please don't. Just to be a big old floppy donkey dick. (laughs) Even worse
1: is the question whether or not I'm going to watch another season of that. That's the real question. (laughs) Are you not going to? I didn't watch the finale last season, I I guess I I won't. I guess
0: you torn it so it doesn't help their Oh, no, 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 no. no. I just can come on the show here and talk about how fucking garbage that show is. Anyways, the rest of the stuff is, eh, who cares? Um, but thank you, Digital Bits. <laughs> no, you can,
1: there's a couple of good things.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, there's no new roo- newsroom season one coming out, James. No,
1: but, but Bored to Death, which was the the third season of Bored to Death, which was an HBO show that nobody watched, but it was great. had Zach Galifianakis uh, and um, Jason Schwartzman on it. It was fantastic. You, you just want to plug
0: out. Ted Danson because you'd made a great joke at your panel at Denver Comic-Con and... Craig Ferguson's like, "Uh-huh, this guy uh read my IMDb page." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah, that was pretty funny. Actually. It was funny. It was awesome. Colin yeah. Ferguson. Also the
1: Colin Ferguson. The Blu-ray of Harvey comes out this week, which is is cool. Um as well as uh, Girls Gone Wild, hottest shooters ever. Nice. Um that's yeah.
0: There you go. Actually, no
2: Shark movie. I I saw that list. James is talking about Guys Gone Wild, actually. Oh yeah, you're <laughs> right. It is guys Gone Wild. <laughs> I just clicked on it because I saw the title. This is episode
0: where James comes out. Oh shit! We don't judge here, man. It's all Uh right. You can marry whoever you want. Actually, I can't. (laughs) Uh, You can in the right straight in the right. (laughs) You can in the right state, not straight. Right state. (laughs) Oh, this is bad. This is this is this is bad. Anyways, guys, time to unspool some real news. It's real news. While James takes a delicious drink out of his Mountain Dew. Oh, uh, it's a good uh, Cha ching. Thank deal. you, Pepsi Cola. Mm. James, what news you got for me this week? Hey, you remember that unauthorized Evil Dead sequel
1: that they were gonna make? Just yeah, some, like two jerks in a closet somewhere. Mm hmm. Yeah, Probably well. for Asylum. <laughs> yeah no it was <laughs> it was renaissance pictures renaissance um, pictures is evil dead oh no you're right you're right renaissance <sighs> Pictures. Is the, never mind sorry i just saw it on the <laughs> thing
0: I, that's all um do you, anyway. you sorry why they have renaissance pictures sure go right ahead uh evil dead 2 was released unrated and dino de la Renta says i can't release a movie unrated in the united states under my name and so they made up renaissance pictures for it hmm, hmm. evil dead the more you know
1: uh, anyway, these guys are going to make a sequel, and Sam Raimi finally was like, "Hey, y- you can't do that." Uh, and the guys didn't even show up to court. So, so you're saying that got shut I down. can't
0: make a Pirates of the Caribbean movie and have Jack Sparrow in it and not have any repercussions from it? Um,
1: yes, that is exactly how <laughs> copyright law works. Wow, um, that's
0: amazing. In fact, when copyright w- law works well. That's how it works. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting.
2: Um, And if I'm tired of waiting for Michael Bay to make his Ninja Turtle movie, (laughs) I can't just get my friends together and (laughs) dress us up in turtle
1: costumes. (laughs) Are you really tired of waiting for Michael Bay's (laughs) Ninja Turtles movie? Oh, we'll talk about it. Oh, we will (laughs) talk about it. Uh, this is an interesting one, which I'm only throwing in there. I know that your 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 niece Taylor does not want to listen to the show, but if she did, she would be interested in this because they uh, Kurtzman and Orsi, two of my favorite sort of blockbuster writers, they write really good fun movies and people um, like us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I haven't seen people like us. It could be good. I wanted to see that anyway. Uh, they are producing a film version of Dragonology, which is this book that like kids have gone crazy for. We sell it at Sam's. It's like a big. It almost looks like a flipbook. Well, dragon's of thing. are cool it's huge. Yeah, it's and it's this world where You know it's an underrated dragon movie. Kind of dragons. Rain fire. of fire. Rain I yes. yeah, I was totally if I weren't finishing my thought, I was going to say Rain of Fire. I love that movie. But I like talking over you like you do to me. I know. <laughs> we I deserve it. I really do.
0: I'm the worst. Uh, anyway, so well, they're making finish this movie. writing The Amazing Spider-Man 2 first and then worry about that shit. Anyways, dragonology? I think they no, Well, they're not they're not writing it. They're just
1: producing it. They're the the guys who want to make money off of.
0: So they're ba- it's basically like the new they're paying it to be like the new Hunger Games Harry Potter thing. It, it's riding along
1: that line. I th- I think it might be uh, aimed at a younger audience than that. Um, Hopefully, it's cooler than Aragon. Because I don't think it's got a lot of like romance kind of shit in it. Mm-hmm. Which those books are really just teen romance novels. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and that's just what I've gleaned from what I've heard about it. Obviously, I don't know. We'll have to have Taylor on when the movie comes out and she yeah, can talk <laughs> she about <laughs> she how much you love it. it. Uh, I brought it up because you b- actually bought her that book, so uh, or your wife did at least. Uh, news has come out this week that the next Batman movie we we get might be the Justice League movie. Um, that the way they might reboot Batman uh, is to have Batman show up in the Justice League and then make Batman movies after that in a very reverse Avengers kind of movie. Which you know we knew this was a possibility with the other characters, but everybody kind of thought like, well, what are they going to do with Batman?
0: Uh, I would see the Justice League movie if they had to, like, course, like uh, Bruce Wayne into joining the Justice League, yeah. and it's Christian Bell, and that'd or be sweet. or if
1: it were Joseph Gordon-Levitt,
0: like if it were Joseph yeah, yeah, Gordon-Levitt Batman, like that. yeah, I'm, I, I could be down kinda for that. Where they kind of had to like trick him in or like ask him to do it, yeah.
1: Anyways, I mean, not that I really want to connect the Nolan verse to a JLA movie because I don't expect the JLL movie to be any good at all, but. This just sounds like
2: the worst idea. I think it's fine if they just leave Batman coming in at the very end of the movie. Or leave him out. Or leave him out, man. (laughs) Like, that's the the tag scene for, like, Into the Next Movies is, you know... Yeah. Something Bruce Wayne does, like, for the climax Mm -hmm. of the movie, introduces him and then... Yeah. Or the new Bruce Wayne or whoever's going to play him, because Christian Bale won't. That's for sure.
1: I could see them just leaving him out being fine because the... He's the character that fits in the least. Like the rest of them right. are cosmic like mystical characters in one way or another and he is sort of this gritty, you know, the old, like the in the old cartoon show he was played off in that sort of Adam Westy kind of a Batman where he was just blue.
0: Um I I don't yeah. want to see that. It's not Have you ever heard of a show called Toy Hunter on no. Travel? Yeah, it's this guy who goes around, this totally gay guy, who goes around to like uh, toy shops and finds like hard-to-find toys. And he's a total phony because he pulled out this thing from 1970s. And he's like, oh, it's Darkseid. I'm like, dude, you're a phony. No. Every comic book person knows it's Side. No. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You're a phony. <laughs> what a jerk and a half. I know, right? But it's a cool. It's like a little jet that came with him and <laughs> it shot stuff. <laughs> well, and... Uh, maybe, That's what I mean. He's a phony. Maybe he only ever read the comics. But you know, if anybody just, who reads the comics knows, uh, yeah, you're right. Or at least they should.
1: They should. Some people pronounce things wrong. I don't know why. I mean, I'm I do, this but guy. I mean I've never
0: seen a stupid show, but I mean, I didn't know if it was Michonne or Michonney or whatever in right, exactly. the Walking Dead till someone said it. But yeah, still, I mean, the character came out what in
1: 1967. My uh, back in the mid 90s, my brother would call das Dos Dos. Because he was studying Spanish at the same time, he was learning to program. <laughs> the same way, exactly, exactly. So sometimes some people just learn to do. But things if you, weird. you claim to be an expert, yeah, true, true. You claim to be an expert, but maybe Claims he's an only expert. an expert on how much toys cost and how much, he, and not how much he loves them. You see what
0: I'm saying? Well, he was saying how cool the toy was. Oh, okay. I don't believe him. Hmm. All right. Well, some cool people, some cool
1: people are still making TV shows, and some cool people are coming back to television. Uh, Joss Whedon, this week, uh, they they've talked about the fact that he is going to be making Shield, which is going to be the ABC Marvel television show. And how
0: ingenious is that? Which
1: is not, it's not like Marvel's, like we said before. It's still not going to necessarily have the superheroes and stuff in it.
0: Um but it's obviously going to be more about S.H.I.E.L.D. and but all that could, stuff. But oh. You could still tie it into the movies. Oh, absolutely. It's the, the most ingenious thing you do. You're basically creating an umbrella of where you can have a TV show promote a movie promoting the TV show. Yeah. It's
1: ingenious. And, but as far as I'm concerned, better than all of that is the fact that Joss Whedon will be writing and directing the show. It, it means that Joss Whedon is coming back to television and that somebody's
0: going to give him money and support so that there will be commercials and people will watch it. I don't think you read that it. article. Because it talks about how his brother and his uh, sister in law are going to be the showrunners, and yeah. he might might direct the pilot, but he's not in charge of it. Just Whedon to write and direct from slash Home. I don't know. I, I yeah,
1: he, I, I'm pretty sure that he will be writing and directing that pilot. Even Maybe. even even if it is them, there's he's still going to be oh, involved. Oh yeah, no, like, it's like his brother. It's, and, like, it's the people yeah, that I, Doctor I, Horrible with him. I I I I'm saying that that. It'll it'll probably be more like the later seasons of Buffy when he was still an executive producer, but was more you know engrossed in yeah. the in working on Angel. At the I was time, just checking your
0: I was just checking your you know sources. No, no, I know because I, I read the article. Maybe there's that's an updated one or something.
1: Yeah, there there were a few articles about this, so um, it could be that that changes. But s- still, but he's I think it's Fantastic, yeah, yeah, yeah. My point is. Joss Whedon swore
0: he was not going to make te- television again, <laughs> and now he's coming back. Makes well, I think happy. it's like any artist like that. I mean, do we, do you honestly believe that Kevin Smith won't make another movie?
1: Um, I don't know. Because
0: I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a feeling that he will, but... Because um, he even said on Fat Man on Batman with um, uh, Kevin Conroy that the next movie he makes, he's going to put Kevin Conroy in it.
2: I feel like... Uh, Kevin Conroy could be in Hit Somebody. He could. He could be, be. the coach. Yeah. Ooh. Um,
1: I feel like part of it was just that after dollhouse, he was so burned, uh, that, and you know, that's after three of his shows getting, uh, unwarrantedly canceled. Um, so I I could understand him not wanting to come back to TV and, and just, you know, he's he's made enough money. He can do the stuff he wants to do over in comics and get involved in Marvel. But this sounds great. It does.
0: Because a, a Buffy like shield show would be awesome. Totally. As long as it has nothing to do with like the initiative, then I'm I'm down with it.
1: Yeah. They could do the you know, they could do some <laughs> of that fun stuff later on. Yeah.
2: Does that mean Sam Jackson's gonna be on a weekly T V series?
0: <laughs> Probably not. Oh. I just doubt it. I just do. Do you know Sam Jackson's like freaking sixty seven or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't look that old. Yeah. He looks great.
1: John Turtletub, who I think when last we saw him he was still making national treasure movies uh (laughs) he's gonna make a movie i'm just i just want to bring this up because i think it's fucking ridiculous he's gonna make a movie uh about a four-year-old girl who falls into the ocean and gets raised by whales and then she grows up to become an olympic swimmer raised by whales
0: can i buy my ticket right now (laughs) Wait, what (laughs) yeah yeah i yeah see i guess when you make enough hit movies then they're just like yeah what movie do you want to make I got it. I got it, guys. I have a feeling that
1: this that this summary is probably taken out of context. and maybe she, you know, gets saved by a whale when she's younger, and then just the idea of whales makes her want to be a swimmer. How does a wave, s- a whale, save somebody? I don't know. Like when I was a young guy,
0: f- watched Pinocchio and Monster, of the whale did not save
1: anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. That's the news. Yeah, that's that's it. it for you. That's it yeah. for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got? Um... Brad has something for us. Wow. Um, apparently,
2: Latino Review got a hold of the new Ninja Turtles movie script. Oh, yeah? That Michael Bay's producing. And at first, I was like, oh, they probably made this up for attention because uh, the plot synopsis that they had was disgusting.
0: And it was funny because... A total slight to the, i I was reading lore. it, and the first time it said Dimension X, I'm like, oh, Brad said that'd be a horrible idea. <laughs> that's where they come from.
2: So, well, I thought if the ooze came from Dimension X, that would be too far <laughs> off. But uh, not surprisingly, it centers around Casey Jones as the Shia LaBeouf-style character um, and his ex-girlfriend, the Megan Fox character of April O'Neill, <laughs> oh. who stumble into uh, the world of these mutant turtles. Um, and meanwhile, there is Colonel Schrader, No, on on the hunt for these turtles and uh, yeah the uh, typical military villains or allies that are. Did I read something too about
0: Casey gave him like colored. uh, Oh yeah, he gave them the masks, Yeah, to tell them apart, because he couldn't at first. Uh, That's the part I remember from the article.
2: Um, And then what else? I forget. But yeah, then. So, So
1: are they in our world or is Casey and his girlfriend in their world?
2: K.C. is in our world and the turtles... The turtles somehow
1: get sucked in from like from a different dimension? dimension.
2: X, from Dimension oh. X, yeah. And What's Colonel Schrader th- finds out about them and wants to... That's so to, stupid. Uh, ...probably launch a war on Dimension X or something. What's or.
1: Dimension X?
2: Did, what? What's Dimension X? Well, in the cartoon show, it's where Krang is from and all the rock soldiers. Oh! Yeah. Is and it and that that they CGI have all the Is that
1: where the monsters come from in the CGI movie? No. no. Oh okay. That's a different thing.
2: Oh, okay. It's just the cartoon show. Oh, okay. That Dimension X is created in and um that's how the Shredder has all the technology like the technology realm, all that technology comes from Krang oh. and the Rock Soldiers in Dimension X. Huh. So um yeah, they twisted that story into Yeah,
1: that doesn't sound as cool as like turtles that get mutated by sewage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's reactive uh, wh- waste. But see I yeah. I don't,
2: but anyway, Michael Bay put a response online saying that that script is uh, an early draft and it was tossed in the shredder a long time ago.
0: <laughs> that's good. But I mean, why do they feel like they have to change it so much? Like, if you, when you tell me that it's Ninja Turtles that have ninja weapons that kick ass, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what I think it is, and that is that anymore
1: when people reboot stuff like this they always go back and try to tell an origin story and especially with something like turtles that's for somebody who is not indoctrinated that is hard to do because you want to like come up with a way that you think modern people are going to like it honestly you people need to learn to not tell origin stories a spider-man movie a batman movie a superman movie is better without an origin story just if we at least have some concept of where they came, come from, if this were just a movie where it starts off and there's fucking dude-sized turtles running around fighting ninjas in the street, I don't give a shit where they come from. If it's if it's badass, it doesn't matter. So, like, they, they need to have yeah. gotten away from this whole idea of we need to explain where the turtles come from because the truth is uh, turtles that are mutated by sewage is a very uh, kitsch
2: 90s That's idea that I wouldn't want to see. Keep saying sewage. It's not sewage. God damn yeah, it!
1: There, no, there's some fucking green. They they drop some radiation water. It's radioactive water waste that was into in the sewage.
2: From Gcri. <laughs> yeah, they fell right. off the back of a truck into the sewer. It smashed open. The yeah. turtles had fallen down there and just wandered into it. God right. damn it! <laughs> no, but, done. I'm out of here. But, but <laughs> I, I get
0: what you're saying. Like I I love the Amazing Spider-Man. Right. But Spider-Man's origin so well known. You right. don't need to tell it again. I mean, you can say you have little like bits and pieces, you know, oh, I got bit, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like same thing with the turtles. I don't think I think turtles are still well known enough that everybody knows where they came from. And even for people where they aren't, if you tell us an origin story,
1: then you have to convince us of that origin story. You have to give us something that is enough we can hold on to that is like, oh, they're from a different planet or, oh, you know. Whereas if you don't give us an origin story and you're just like, no, these are dudes that are the size of they're they're turtles that are like dudes and they fight bad guys, th- then fine. You know, yeah. that's, that's the conceit, and I can go from there. And as long as you make them characters and you give them a story I care about, then it doesn't matter where they come from. Um, it's just frustrating that we see this every year where they try to reboot all this stuff and they go back to the beginning again, and it, it, it makes everything feel like you're just drudging
0: through the story. I agree.
2: I'm more insulted that they just try to take the s- turtles and fit it into the
0: Transformers plot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like- insulted that it's Colonel Schrader. Yeah, that's weird. Shredder's like one of the coolest villains ever. Yeah. Like his look and everything.
1: And he's a fucking James ninja. James shaking his head. No, no, I'm, I'm nodding, but like at a distance.
2: He grew up in a different time. He
6: I did. did.
0: I did. He's like, uh, I like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. No, It's that well,
2: attitude is why they have
0: dude, to feel like yeah, they no, reboot Zed the was,
1: turtles in a different style. Zed was pretty badass, man. You could see his brains. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It was the Power second. Rangers. It was the yeah. second big villain on Power Rangers. Um, yeah, I'm kidding. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I well, what, like Power Rangers. What, what was show
0: kidding. was popular when you were our age? You're growing um, up. Big bad uh, beetleborgs. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, on, I hate to tell you this, but it was Spider-Man and Beast Wars. That's
0: right, Spider-Man. So
1: Spider-Man is a big part of it. Uh, I mean, I watched. I watched the turtles, but it was never. Like I look back at Treader and it feels very much like a sort of cartoony villain. I wouldn't say that he's the most badass villain of all time. Well, in the comics, he is. He is.
2: He's kind of a bumblehead in the cartoon show. Yeah, see, yeah. that's what I remember. He can't fly across a roof shop and slash <laughs> people's throats like in the comics and the kids' cartoon <laughs> totally. show. Totally. See, I want to see
1: that. Open I, I want to see <laughs> rated <laughs> R- R- I want to see rated R. Turtles movie. That would be <laughs>
2: cool. Oh, I know, right? Actually, I'm going to make that stop-motion video of the comic with the figures. Just you wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, is that it for news, boys? That is uh, it for me.
1: Yeah, though we should say that uh, Monday oh. is Labor Day. If this episode comes out before Labor Day, we'll be at the auction, um, the Mile High auction that morning. So come out and see us. We'll be there. And Star Wars 3D is coming out back-to-back back now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, about yeah. It. They're not going to make us wait year to year to see that movie that we really want to see. Attack of the Clones. I don't think it's that bad. It's pretty bad. Mm. It's not bad.
2: But yeah, it's pretty awful. What is it? 2013.
0: It's like February, Summer. and then yeah, I think it's one in early in the year and one in the fall. Yeah. yeah,
2: not separated out year by year, so that's cool. We'll get yeah. episode four sooner than later.
0: I, I still think I think Revenge of the Sith is going to look badass. It'll look badass. It'll look but yeah, <laughs> but by the second <laughs> Man, half, it'll really be prequels. tired of. It. Hey. Right into real nerds, and you tell us what the best of the prequels is. Even though I've already done this um, question on our Facebook page, I mean, The Revenge of the Sith, one hands down. Yeah, but and the, no one voted for the Attack of the Clones. N- well, no, that's really funny. Was it like three of you voted for Phantom Menace?
1: I think no. I think it was just Brad and I voted for I Phantom think my Menace. Wife did too? Did oh, oh, you? I don't remember. Just out of spite.
0: Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. So yeah, we will be at the Mile High Comics Labor Day auction, though, for Silver Age books. Look for us there. It's always a fun time. Yeah. I love going to comic book auctions. I got some stuff to look for. So guess what that segues right into, boys? Stuff? Comic Book Corner. Ah.
4: What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner.
0: I'll do Comic Book Corner this week because I've had a comic book for like three weeks that I've been trying to tell people to get. Oh, actually, uh, I brought this one with me. Do you (laughs) mind if you do that? Uh, No, because it's my show. It's my show. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, about three weeks ago, I was at Uh, coins cards waiting for andrew to give me a variant of something i think i don't remember um but i was waiting for him and while i was waiting there i'm like you know i'm just gonna go to a random long box i'm just gonna flip through and see if there's anything i find that i want to read and i went to m don't know why oh i said m because i was getting rebecca isaac's miss marvel
1: Ah. and uh
0: which is a great uh, issue i thought it was taking place with carol uh danvers but it's actually the evil um thunderbolts version of miss marvel and she has a she sits down with a psychiatrist, and it's really scary. Cool. It's like twisted. But, anyways, that's not the book I'm going to talk about. Um, the art's great. Anyways, I was, of course uh, it is. I was flipping through, and I got to this part, and it's called Mutant Texas. And I just lifted up because the art kind of reminded me of Bruce Tim. It's not Bruce Tim, but it's written by Paul Dini. Ooh. And uh, the artist in it was Jay Boone, I think is how you pronounce his name. But he did some of the Batman adventures as well. And the story is about this. Um, This little girl who is about to... Her and her family are driving across this little town in Texas and they're attacked by a giant mutant snake and they they kill her family, but she's able to repel the snake with some sort of mutant power. And as she grows older, she doesn't have this power anymore. But as you read the book, you find out that they live in this place called Mutant Texas because um, an atom bomb went off there and it mutated all the people there into like... uh, one guy's a cactus guy, and then there's a, a a bear that raises this girl named her name's Ida Red, and um and she her partner is uh this, uh, his name's Rolly Poly, and he's this armadillo, and uh and it's someone's stealing all the mutants from the town because they take them to sideshows because it's like talking, coyotes or right, something exactly, and it's 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 a really clever little book. It's definitely aimed for children. But it has a kind of a cool thing about you know who you are, and just because you have these special powers, it doesn't mean you're an outcast, and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It's just you're different, and it has a cute, uh, cute little story, and there's uh, a couple good twists in it, and it, it's a cute little book. Was it just one issue? Or uh, did it was you four get... issues. And you got all of them? I got all of them. Wow. Um, you can get them at Colorado Coins and Cards. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Because I think there's like four or five issues of each. Well, maybe like two or three. It's from Oni Press, so it's a really small run. Oh, okay. Um, but there's four issues, and the art's really good in it. Um, and the little armadillo is really funny. And it's just a, and it's cool that it's Paul Dini. I mean, it's an interesting little book, and something I didn't think I'd ever find in um, just flipping through random um, hold slot. I mean, long boxes. So check out Mutant Texas, and there is Paul a um, there's a trade of it, so you can probably have them order it for you. Yeah, you can go there, and if you remember, if you order it from um, Coins, Cards, and Comics, it's twenty percent off. All the trade paperbacks are. So yeah, check it out. It's fun. Cool. Mutant Texas funny. by Paul Dini. Too funny. And what's cool is too when you read those independent books, I love reading uh, the disclaimers in it because it says all characters owned by Paul Dini. So I I like that. That's creator owned. Because if you know anything about the history of comics, you know, Superman and Batman and stuff, Bob Kane and um, Schuster, they had a hard time convincing people that they created those characters. And the people, the Siegel and Schuster guys for Superman, their family still like the the character reverts back to him after I think of Man of Steel or something because they never got money for it. Yeah. Which is really sad. Or from,
2: do they have to or does Warner Bros. keep have to, have to keep making something Superman like that. movies or I, I cut of them it. from getting it?
0: I think they get a cut of it now though, because uh they're awarded it. I, you'd have to read the story, but I do know that they struggled with it for a long time. Yeah. Um so anyways, yeah. Mutant Texas, Paul Dini. he's a fun writer. Now it's time for what stuff we have been watching. I don't know why I did that like that. I <laughs> <That> was stupid. <laughs> you can do it again if you want. No, that's alright, I leave it in. I like being stupid.
1: Uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching.
0: I watched a few things. Um, the first thing I watched was Conan the Barbarian, 2011. Yeah, the new one? The new one. Uh, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was maybe the most bored I've ever been in a movie where people are constantly being killed.
1: Really? Yeah. You were bored?
0: Yeah. Oh. Because it's literally like, I'm going to chase this guy to here. And then they would cut to that scene where they're at the new place. Yeah, exactly. It was literally like they were shot on... Like, sound stages constantly. Oh, absolutely. And all they would do is tear down that sound stage and build another one.
1: I think I talked about when, when I saw it last year that, yeah, it was like you'd, you'd have a scene in one place, and then they'd say, oh, we got to go to this place, and they'd show a matte painting of yeah, that place. exactly. And then they'd go to that place,
0: and, and then I, they'd fight in this little room in that place. And um, the, the CGI at the end when he's fighting, like, an octopus fucking thing. oh in the water yeah yeah it looked horrible yeah and for a movie that costs like 80 million dollars to make it, it didn't look like it wait that cost 80 million dollars something like that oh no and ron perlman is horrible in it yeah he is there's so many bad light. okay I'll, I'll tell you how this movie fucking starts so uh ron <laughs> wow. perlman is fighting these bad guys and they stab his wife who's pregnant with conan yeah or Conan, depending on who's saying his name in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> some people say Conan. Some people say Conan. Yeah. And that's because Conan O'Brien is popular. Yeah. Um, Anyways, his pregnant wife is stabbed. And she's like, uh. Ron Perlman rushes up to her. and She's like, I'll never see our baby boy being born. He literally jams his sword in her and yeah. pulls the baby out. Because I guess you can just do that. I mean, <laughs> it's fucking dope. Well, she was going to no, die anyway. Was,
1: no, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was going to die, and she was clearly late term. So he, like,
0: C-sections her to get the baby yeah, out. Yeah, but... Yeah, he didn't C-section her. This is literally... You guys can't see this, but I'm going to do a thrusting motion <laughs> with a sword.
2: It, it's ancient times. They don't have... <laughs> he
0: doesn't
1: He doesn't know his anatomy very well. He assumes <laughs> that the baby is, like, up in her lungs. Anyway, mm-hmm. he pulls the baby out,
0: and it's the fakest-looking baby yeah, ever. It is. And he's like, uh, what's that uh, show where a movie where they're shaking like the baby to make it look like it's real <laughs> fudge. What comedy is that? Eric? <gasps> um, Oh no, I know. I know. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Um, fudge. Anyways. So right in, <laughs> yeah, right in. To That is if now over to... movie where somebody shakes the baby to make it look real. Yeah. And anyways, then the baby had like CGI hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it looked like they weren't rendered completely. And then he, uh, then after he performs a C-section on his wife, he, she says, I'm going to name him Conan. And then she dies. And then he holds up the baby like the Lion King and it's like, <laughs> And then that sets up the rest of the horrible movie. Like, why did the monsters that were attacked when they sent them, the kids off to run, why did the dudes go, like growl like monsters like Rawr! I don't. Remember that. I don't. Remember it makes that. no
1: sense. Oh yeah, there's just stupidish. Oh man. And the action. Rose McGowan. Even... Rose McGowan's really bad. Yeah. She's really like, bad. Uh, the action isn't that cool. And then that, um, that's th- at the end they're like in this in this giant puzzle right. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, and it
0: just keeps going forever. And then like he meets uh what's that girl's name Rachel, uh, Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols yeah. He from meets from this AWS. character and he's like woman shut up. Get off. Like, he's, like, yelling at her the whole time. And then they just have sex on a boat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, 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 no. No, no. He gets off the boat, and then she follows him into the cave, and they have sex in the cave. Oh, that's right. But I don't think it was Rachel Nichols because you never saw her face.
1: No, no, no. It's definitely a bodily double. <laughs> it's, like, one of those um, annoying body doubles, you know what yeah. I mean? The movie's horrible. It's
0: maybe one of the worst movies I've seen.
1: But, but there's, there's. There's something that I love about it, and this is going to sound bad, but it made me laugh really hard when I saw it in the theater, which is that at the end of the movie, when he's, he's wooed Fair Maiden and won the <laughs> day, he takes her to her town that she's been wanting to get to the whole time, drops her off, and is like, I'm going to take off. But he doesn't drop her off in the town, because they didn't build a set for that town. He drops her off in front of the matte painting of the town, and that particular matte painting, the, the town is way up on a cliff. There's like a waterfall, <laughs> get and I'm like he's leaving her to climb this mountain <laughs> to get home. Oh, it's so good. No, the movie. Meet my
2: parents.
0: <laughs> uh, no, baby, I gotta. <laughs> you know what he would say that. He's like, no. And then he walks away. No, the movie's horrible.
1: Yeah, there's a couple action sequences I I remember thinking like, oh, that was pretty cool. Nope, but nope, James, you're mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I would see another one.
0: I would. It would not, not be good, but I would see another one. They will never make another one of those. No, are no. we not getting Red Sonya? <laughs> we're not. No, no. It, it'd be some people call her Red Sonya. The other ones call her Red Sonya or we something. Were, we were only getting Red Sonya. Say mm-hmm. the name the same way.
1: We were only Anybody? getting Red Sonya <laughs> because uh, Robert Rodriguez was having sex with Rose McGowan, so that's why that was going to happen. And now they aren't. So so
0: she's like, fuck her. Yeah. Um. I also I took a chance on a couple um horror movies I meant to see because I like zombie movies, and um. I got the the Zombie Diaries part 1 and 2. Um because I heard the first one was pretty good and it's not terrible. It actually kind of it's a blend of uh if has anybody here read World War Z, probably not. Um but it's a blend of World War Z with The Walking Dead mixed in with found footage. Hmm. Um because it's put together in chapters. It's like uh but it's diary. It says Diary 1, The Outbreak. So it's, it's this film crew, they're doing a documentary about contaminated food, and they go to this farm and no one's there, and then they go to the town, no one's there, and then it cuts to the next chapter, and it's called The like the Survivalists or something like that, and, uh, and then it just shows their progression, and I mean, it's all right, except that everyone's afraid of the zombies in it, but they make the zombies so slow. Mm. then you could literally just like run past them. Yeah. And then, I don't know how you could get overwhelmed. There's a, there's a
1: lot of like women stopping and screaming and screaming yeah, 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 and yeah, screaming yeah. and the zombie slowly exactly. marches. Toward, and yeah. then you
0: see the the, ca- the boom mic come in the camera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like they, I mean, it, you can tell they didn't have a big budget. And there was this part where, you know, they're trying to get you to be in it. So they have that found footage, like the first person kind of thing. Um and so they're, they'd be like running through a field and the, the camera would be swinging from side to side and all of a sudden the light would shine on like some zombie's face, but the makeup wasn't very effective. Mm. And not that, I mean, the, the idea was kind of cool, but it just, they didn't have money and you could tell. Yeah. And and there's a fine line, it sounds kind of stupid, um, but there's a fine line between the zombies being too fast and being too slow. Right. Um, something like, I think The Walking Dead does really good, is the zombies... Have a reaction to what's going on. They never run, yeah. But if they get excited, they move a little quicky, uh, quick,
1: a little quicker, um, and they tend to come out of nowhere. Exactly, you know? like it tends to be scripted in so that they can just sort of appear pretty close.
0: And I also saw another movie called The Dead earlier this year that I didn't think was as uh, was actually pretty good. And the zombies moved really slow there, but there, there was just so many of them because it was in South Africa that you're mm. just overwhelmed by how many there are. Yeah, here you could tell they didn't have enough zombies to put in the you know, like the background. So they'd always show like, Oh my God, there's the zombies. How are we going to get around them? And you could see like the 10 zombies they had, but <laughs> are shooting in widescreen. So there's like all this space on the left and right of these zombies. And they never showed people really getting attacked. They'd say, Oh my God, he's getting him. And then there'd be blood everywhere. Um, So yeah, I mean, it is. All right. Not that good. Yeah, but the, the walking dead part is there's um, people there that are worse than the zombies. Yeah. That there's this guy who's, killing people just because he can, because the zombies have overtaken. And then part two is basically the continuation, but it's showing it from the military point of view. So it's like one long, depressing, boring thing. And, you know, there's some effective scenes in it. There really is. But um, the zombies, they they announce them with, like, the sound of flies. So you always hear zzzz, zzzz, So it takes away the suspense of, like, maybe a zombie is coming around the corner. And the second one, they had this great opening it started out great about this family um just like adjusting to the uh, the zombie apocalypse and the little girl's birthday and she blows out the candles and she says they said oh what do you wish for I, and she says oh you know i just wanted the lights to come back on because there's no power and they they look at her say, oh that's so sad and then they hear, yeah. you know, like footsteps outside, and of course the dumbass dad goes, Oh, let me go see what's out there <laughs> And then the mom takes the camera with her. You know, that's one thing I hate about yeah. found footage stuff is turn off the fucking camera. Yeah. Anyways, she goes out there and the little girl screams, and then the the mom runs upstairs and I thought maybe the little girl got bit or something, but she's hanging on her bed and the mom has the camera focused on her and you hear like footsteps creaking up the stairs. And that's cool. Yeah. And But then she doesn't close the bedroom door. (laughs) So she like moves the camera and you don't see anything. But you still hear the footsteps coming up. And then they do the stupid thing where they turn back to the daughter. And then you hear the flies. And then, of course, the zombies right behind her. Mm -hmm. Like, why didn't you shut the fucking door? I don't get it. Like, if you heard people in your house, you'd shut the door. But, yeah, whatever. You
1: said that the second one is from the military point of view. Is it like a military photographer? Is is it a shaky
0: cam a little bit? Yeah, it's... It is. Yeah. The, the military guy is, uh, he's a military photographer, so he's documenting what's happening. But again, the zombies are so slow, like... Um, the it, military should just be able to mow them exa- down. Exactly. There's yeah. a part where the military has all these guns, and there's, I don't know, you can see like 20 zombies coming in, and they have, you know, submachine guns. Yeah. And they're moving like... You can't see what I'm doing on the, the podcast, but I'm literally footstep, like... Footstep, like footstep, yeah. footstep, footstep 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 <laughs> I'm like you guys have submachine machine guns yeah and just, a, just aim high and be yeah. done with this and they're like they're like mowing trying to mow them down but they're like not hitting them and the zombies mm-hmm. are maybe 20 feet away from them if i had a submachine gun and they're walking that slow and they're not dodging the bullets or trying not to get hit you just create a big pile of zombies so yeah that's a, my biggest problem with it is there's a fine line between too fast and too slow yeah And these ones were way too slow.
1: I only brought that up because that was always my idea for if they ever did do a Cloverfield 2. I was like, well, you should have whoever the guy holding the camera be either like a military photographer or a actually like a news crew that was there. So that then you can you can have an excuse to lessen the shaky cam because you can say like, well, it's a professional photographer. And then that goes a long way to letting us, you know, not be okay with the like, well, why didn't you ever turn off the camera? That kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that that would be still a good movie, man. It would uh, be, and you know the the thing it's is, it's a good idea for a sequel. I think Cloverfield's
0: to it. a great movie, and I mean, there's a fine line with found footage because they don't have money, yeah, and then just making it stupid. Like I, I didn't like the whole you're running through, and then the light would shine on the zombies, and they would be dodging the zombies. Well, if that was the case, then why couldn't you just keep on running from them? Because it doesn't make any sense. At least your found footage movie actually had things happen. When I saw
1: alien origin the asylum movie that was a found footage movie and nothing ever happened it was
0: it was just people talking yeah i will say this about these movies though the guys who made them actually try to do something different yeah and they try to be creative and i mean there's some effective moments in it it's just they didn't have enough money yeah and i mean if you like zombie movies they're there it's better than a lot of cheap zombie movies <laughs> and,
1: and you've seen a lot of cheap. Zombie i have movies. and
0: i mean there's there's ways because you're limited by the budget that you can't show you know Greg Nicotero style gore, right? But you know, if you make it effective, it, you know, he's got to make it claustrophobic. And I yeah. mean, they do some, a good job at some point in the movie. So if you like zombie movies, you might like it. Cool. Brad, what did you watch this week? Not
2: a lot at all. No, <laughs> I rewatched Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is as, still as adorable it's as still ever. Awesome. <laughs> and um, that was really good.
1: Thanks, man.
2: <laughs> um, and then Saturday night. I was flipping through my movie phone list and mm-hmm. saw that the uh, Colfax Film Center was playing Back to the Future Part 2 nice. in Ooh. 10 minutes. So I <laughs> jumped in the car and scrambled on over there and uh, yeah, sat through a film print, wow. scratches and all. Wow. Scenes missing of no <laughs> Back way. to the scenes? Future part two. Whole
1: scenes were missing? What was not missing? Not whole
2: scenes, like some like just clips. Like have like yeah. weird cuts in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like so, you'd be expecting uh, something to happen because you've seen it before and then it's on. just not there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Marty! Or, <laughs> yeah. There's a part where, uh, you know, Doc Brown's hovering over the tunnel. And Marty grabs the flag string. And yeah, climbs yeah. Up, I love that scene. And he rises up, and then Biff's looking up, and then all of a sudden, it just cuts ahead to like the manure. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. funny. oh, there's no shot of. Um, oh wow. And then something else I forgot. But yeah,
1: and, and it also ends like they they've burned the book, and everything goes well, and then the the credits just roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doc Brown never goes back in time. Um,
2: yeah, but still f- a fun movie. I don't I don't see why.
1: What? Oh, so, sorry. My dog looks so pathetic. Yeah, Ryan's over. wife is putting a sock on the dog, and it's really, dog it's sock. really sad looking. He's gonna get that off.
2: Uh, I hate you. <laughs> but anyway, a lot of people think Back to the Future Two is like the worst of the Back to the Future movies. But really? I really feel like yeah. all three oh, are yeah. one big movie. Yeah, I don't think they, it's bad they're at very all. consistent. And th- actually, um, early on when Marty uh, is in Future Hill Valley, mm-hmm. I was just marveling over the attention to detail to like. Things that are going to happen later in Back to the Future Three. Oh yeah, that's just like all, 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 all these uh, uh, not illusions, uh, foreshadowing. Yeah, it's a uh, fantastic. It is really cool. Yeah, it's really creative. Um, yeah,
1: pe- people tend not to like that movie just because they don't like they. It's it's actually that scene. Like it just. I think people just think it's too corny to have that whole like
0: fighting the few. You know,
1: you have to have power like that. Uh, you know, which is great. Oh man.
0: I I think Back to the Future 2 is cool. Yeah. Actually, I've never um, watched a Back to the Future movie and be like, oh, this is not that good. I think it's actually the one I quote the most
1: because I do a lot of, um, uh, what's the line? The Easy Way.
2: That was the scene that was missing. (laughs) Oh, was it really? Marty's like (laughs) screaming and backing up from the TV, and then like the guys are behind him. They're like, come on, uh,. Don't make this hard. We, and then <laughs> it just cuts, and it, he's up in uh, the oh, tower. Oh, Same with his mom,
0: yeah. Aww. That is a great scene, though, when he's talking to old Biff in his office. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. That's one that like I bet.
2: Crazy, crazy, wild-eyed scientist. or <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I bet K- that's one that, like, everybody in the audience would have would have shouted, what, you know, when he gets yeah. knocked out, the easy way. <laughs>
2: yeah. All seven people.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 that's too bad. Yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah. This is my favorite one. I
0: was little hoverboards, baby. Yeah, exactly.
2: It shaped a vision of the future for me. Yeah, and it's actually not too far fetched. And there's this cool like there's Roger Rabbit in the vintage store. It's great. Oh, that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Little Roger Rabbit doll. Anyway, so yeah, and then uh, some animated movie called Renaissance, which we'll move on. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that
1: that um that like not cel shaded, but yeah. Uh, it, it looks like equilibrium, but also looks like the uh, Scanner Darkly.
2: Scanner Darkly. It looks like um, oh, what's that guy from video games who did like uh No More Heroes and uh oh, Fifty One. Yeah, it looks like a big Suda Fifty One movie. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I like it. it was like five bucks on Blu Ray. So oh, cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kept meaning to check it out, but I never have
2: hard to follow story, visually stunning to watch.
1: James, what did you watch? Uh well, the first thing is, is slightly cheating, but I I played through the first 3 chapters of The Walking Dead this week, which I can talk about cuz it's The Walking Dead and we talk about that stuff here. Uh and if you like video games, you should check it out cuz it's really good. Um each one so far they've sort of been able to uh look at a a certain um sort of conflict, you know, put put your character and the characters that you're with into a situation where either you get to solve a mystery or you're pressed with a pretty hard situation, um, and it it's uh, it plays almost like a choose-your own adventure kind of thing because you make choices and then in the next episode. You know, but if you
0: don't like the choice you made, can you go back to page thirteen so you can change <laughs> that choice? Well, yeah, because of course every, every choice you make, right you're like, fuck this, I, wanna, I didn't mean that, <laughs> choose that one.
1: Every choice you make leads to a, a page where you die, so you have to go back and you're like, well, either I read this book in four pages or I got to try again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is. Well, but it, it's cool because like you'll make a choice and you know maybe a character dies and because you made that choice, that will ha- you know it'll have a wake throughout the next few episodes of the show or of the game, I should say. Um, so it's really cool. If you like The Walking Dead, definitely check it out. You can get it on PC and PlayStation and Xbox and all that stuff. So get it on PlayStation. Yeah, absolutely. Or PC. Steam is cool. PlayStation. Um, when I was in Wyoming, we went to a, a little theater there called the, uh, the Black Box Theater and saw them do a rendition of The 39 Steps, which uh, it was. it's based on an Alfred Hitchcock movie from 1935 that's based on a novel. Um, and their rendition of it on stage was like as a comedy, a lot of really fun little gags, like, uh, early in the movie, this woman stumbles into our main character's, uh, room. She's, she came and stayed with him for the night and she's cl- she says she's a spy and all this, she stumbles into his room and she's been stabbed in the back and she falls over onto him as he's lit- sitting in his chair and, uh, on, at the, in the stage play, like he, he can't get her up cause she's all rigor and so he just sort of like slides down through the chair underneath her to get to get away from her it's really funny stuff like that <laughs> and because it was a a little stage there were things like they did a they did a train sequence where he was climbing onto on top of a train but the way they did it was simply that uh they sort of mimed climbing out of the train and then they had like these wooden boxes on the floor and he would jump up on the box and he would stomp his feet as if you were as if it were the sound of the, you know the wheels on the on the rail and then he would jump up forward to the next box and then the guy chasing him would jump up onto that box behind him and then they were chasing each other and it was hysterical it was so good um, but the actual Thirty Nine Steps he is not a comedy it's just a regular Hitchcock film. Um, so did
0: Hitchcock ever make a comedy? <laughs> I don't
1: think so. Did he? Um,
0: I think he did, but I can't Anyways. remember. I think I think
1: it was the one that. It sounds familiar that there's like one movie that people didn't like that was a Hitchcock comedy or something <laughs>
0: like that. Um, <laughs> and it, it's I pretty good. Hitchcock, presi- how does this... I don't even know. <laughs> he, d- he doesn't sound like Bane. Good That's evening. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is right. Um, and The
1: 39 Steps is interesting. It's it's one of his earlier movies, um, and you can see a lot of the sort of Hitchcockian kind of things in there. And it, it's pretty good. Um, but it's sort of... It's What's like a Northwind... Uh, oh, basically, this guy—he's—he's he's in London, and this—he's at a a show where there's this guy called Mister Memory, and he's—you know—he memorizes fifty new facts a day, and so people can ask him, and he knows every single fact. You know, people ask him any question about like who won this game, and he knows it. And this gunshot goes off, and he runs out of the theater with everybody else, and this woman grabs him and is like, "Please take me home with you," because she's got this like thick, you know, weird accent. Uh, and she's a spy, and she dies, and she leaves him a map, and he flees to Scotland to find out about this whole mystery. And in the end, you find out that Mister Memory has uh, knows about the Thirty Nine Steps, which are these thirty nine spies that are they're German spies, because this is pre World War One, World War Two, I should say. Um, and then he marries the this other woman that oh the. The main crux is that at one point he meets this woman on a train and then she gets him in trouble and he ends up handcuffed to her and they have to um he has to convince her that he is actually innocent of the murder of this woman that came, the spy and then they have to solve it together. Um and it's it's pretty good. It's short. You can get it on Amazon so, you know. I I, I can't say check it out, but if you really like Hitchcock, I think it's cool. I also saw the first episode of the Mindy Project. Um, which is the Mindy Kaling show. That mm-hmm. They put it on uh, Hulu for free. I don't think it's actually aired yet, but uh, it's okay. Did either of you guys see it? Mm. I yeah. thought Brad might have checked it out because you like The Office, but it's not. Mm, I don't really watch primetime TV. Yeah, and it's not really like The Office. Um, I don't know that I ever really laughed during it. It feels kind of sitcom-y, which is weird because I like how I met your mother, but how I Met Your Mother is kind of special. I I don't know. I don't know that I'm actually going to watch it. It didn't really grab me. Um, but you guys should check it out. I would like to know
0: what you think about it just because... <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> you guys should watch it, though. Uh, well, no. I, you know. I mean, uh, you know, everybody I, I different. Someone else exactly. That's what I mean.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I kind of expected this to be more important because I've heard about it for so long, and she's coming out of the office. I feel like there would be more support behind it and that it would really be something special, but it feels very run-of-the-mill like you know she's a doctor and she goes on dates and she's not happy or whatever and things that are supposed to be funny happen to her and it's it's charming at first because it talks about how she's like a big fan of all these chick flicks and at the beginning she gets locked in an elevator with this doctor and she plays it out like 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 the things keep happening to her and she's like this is i'm living out a chick flick Mm -hmm. like and in that scene i thought oh this is cool like that that's going to be the in to this show that she thinks she's living in a chick flick and things keep happening to her and she's really just warping reality into a like a romance film, but that's just that scene. Wow. And then it moves on. And yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Well that's not what I wanted. Um and then lastly, earlier this morning I was I was gonna bake pies today, but I didn't I went and saw Paranorman. Nice. Which was a great choice. It is. Because that movie's really good. Um obviously it's Leica and they are really impressive that the animation in that Can movie you, sometimes you forgot it's stop motion right oh absolutely I mean we're so used to CG animated movies that you, your brain just sort of believes that it's stop motion and, mm-hmm. and the only times that I would remember that it was stop motion was when I would see stuff and I would be like holy crap how did they do this in stop motion the climax of the oh movie, my gosh
4: I I see a mind. documentary
1: about how the heck they did that I, I mean I have to believe that there are CG elements in there or something because I I can't believe that what I'm seeing was a real thing made out of clay and silicone and all of that because it's just—it's too it yet, cool. No. Oh, oh man, all of the the clouds and all that stuff. Oh man, right? How did they do that? It's got to be CG. It's got to be. Dude, how
0: great was the message in it?
1: Yeah, no, no, it's good. I mean, because I got a little teary eyed.
0: Dude, me too. Because yeah. I was like, no, it's it's it's.
1: And it's like you said, I I said in the car uh, on the way to the movie tonight that. Part of what really sold me on, like, I have to see this movie is because two weeks ago when Ryan talked about it, he said the magic words for me as far as kids' movies are concerned, which is that it doesn't talk down to kids. And it's true. Like, it it deals with some pretty heavy stuff, and it does it in a very, like, no, we're going to talk about this and say these things and move on. I mean, there's that scene you talked about in the car where his mom says, like, you know, don't... His his dad's kind of mean to him, and his mom's like, no, it's okay. It's, he's afraid, and... and Norman says, "Well, I'm his, He's my dad. I, he shouldn't have to be afraid of me." And like, just that line is so heavy. And like, to have to to hand that to kids and say, like, here, deal with this, is is ballsy and the right thing to do. And it's what I expect from entertainment. Um, yeah, because you know, it's really
0: um, too. It really deals with issues now, like the bullying. Yeah, because it, it's so. I'm, you know, the, the part that like uh, kind of teared me up was, you know, he's he's telling that girl he's like, you don't have to be afraid. Yeah. You don't, you know, they were uh, terrible people and they did terrible things to you, but not everybody is that way. Yeah. And then there's that cute little scene at the end where it gets all quiet. Yeah. Oh dude, it's so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and the fact that the message is this sort of, um, the postmodern kind of, you know, we've been through the eighties and the nineties where there were plenty of movies about kids don't be bullies. Bullies are bad. But this is really a movie about don't hate bullies. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really what this is about. Um, And don't let being bullied make you one. Uh, It's, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And And, how great is that? Cody's, dude, he's so good. It's great. If you had told me Anna Kendrick was in this movie, (laughs) I'd have seen it Thursday
0: the day I got back from Wyoming. She's, you know, got a great voice. And there's, (laughs) and there's a, there's a great moment at the end where she's swooning over the jock and yeah. I won't spoil it because it's a great yeah, That line, bit.
1: I kind of saw it coming. You, you kind of yeah. do. <laughs> I, there was a um, moment earlier where I was like,
0: wait a second. But that it's in a kid's movie, again, yeah. makes it acceptable because they don't make right. it a big deal that what he just said. Right. He said it, he left, and yeah. they just left it at that. They exactly. didn't, you know, he didn't go, you know. Right. At, you no, know now, what I mean? Now, like, now
1: we're kind of spoiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, it's fantastic. If, you, you've got to check it out, and it is, even though it's a kid movie, I, I think you should see it in theaters, because some of the visuals, some of the cool stuff that happens, I think would be lessened by watching it on a small screen, especially that end.
0: Okay. Yeah. The end is amazing. I mean,
1: it's get it, There's some kind of scary stuff in
0: there. Don't take your three-year-old. Laura, what are you drinking? <laughs> My wife is so classy. <laughs> she has, like, a huge Bud Light. Yeah. Hey, honey, why don't you tell everybody what you thought about Friends with Kids? It's as tall as your head. My wife saw Friends with Kids last night. Which friends?
3: It was really, really stupid. <laughs> like, I, I guess on some levels it was like your average chick flick, but then they they took it to a whole new level. Like the whole the premise of it is like these two friends want to have a kid. They don't want they're not married yet. And like, okay, well, let's just do it. So they have a kid. Predictably, they fall in one of them falls in love with the other. There's feelings hurt, and it all dis- is a disaster. And they, you know, make up at the end, and it's all good. But like the dialogue was really but there was parts where I was like, I, is this? Did to you be just funny? spoil the
0: end of the movie for us in your synopsis of the movie?
3: <laughs> well, could you any chick flick like there's conflict and then get back together at the end? It's not really spoiling. <laughs> yeah, you said f- chick flick. I yeah. got right to if the end. If you don't, right. yeah, if you don't see that going into a chick flick, then I I apologize. That was a jerk move. I apologize. Thank you. But I'll was, never see that movie. There was one part at the end that like. I was like, I don't. I think they're trying to be funny, but it's not a funny movement. When he like goes to like go get her, and it's like, I, I love you, I love you, and we should be together. And the lady says no, and he says, okay, well if you fuck me one more time, I won't try to impregnate you. Just fuck me one more time. And she was like, no, I don't want you to fuck me. And I was like, is this? Why are you saying that? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, don't see it. I'm okay. glad I rented it. Don't see it. Don okay. Ham. John Ham's really attractive in it, and he's good in it, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see it.
2: I heard it's advertised as a a bridesmaid style comedy, but it's totally a heavy drama. Not funny.
0: Yeah.
3: Like the chicks from SNL in it, not funny.
0: Cool. Well, thanks, honey. Thanks for uh, reviewing Friends with Kids for us. I'm going to drink my tall boy now. Yeah, go drink your white trash beer. That movie drove her to drink (laughs) (laughs) and
1: beat me. Oh, Adam Scott's in it. I was just looking it up on Uh, the iPad. So.
0: This week, for our Comic-Con interview, we're almost winding them down, we have an interview with uh, a couple of filmmakers, and they made uh, a movie called Adam the Amazing... What I forgot. <laughs> Adam the Amazing Zombie Killer. I got it right. I just wanted to make sure I did it right. Adam the Amazing Zombie Killer, spelled yeah. A-T-O-M, and uh, this is us... Sitting down with the two gentlemen who made the movie. Pretty
1: close to the end of the con. Really
0: close to the end of the con. Yeah, they just barely snuck it in. So we're glad we got you guys in. Listen and enjoy. Hey, loyal Real Nerds listeners. We are with uh, guys who have made a locally funded, produced, directed, shot zombie movie. And we love zombie movies. And evidently, they're Real Nerds fans. Oh, absolutely. They've downloaded us on iTunes and stuff cool so it's good to have fans on we never yeah really absolutely you're yeah. better than the candy <laughs> oh hey thanks uh so hey guys why don't you tell us uh your names tell us what movie you're making and we'll uh we'll get this thing
5: going yeah i'm zach bynes i'm richard taylor together we're zach bynes and richard taylor and we made a locally <laughs> shot produced as as you said a film called atom the, the amazing, amazing zombie, zombie killer. killer right
0: awesome so is this a comedy
4: absolutely if you are into the movies of trauma, uh, Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High, uh, I, I, uh, uh, Mother's Day, absolutely, <laughs> and father, and Father's, Father's Day, Father's and Father's Day, Day. yes, absolutely, he you know,
0: loves Father's Day,
4: Father's Day was amazing, we love, it was the newest, you know, produced trauma movie, but this, uh, hopefully, uh, will be, uh, maybe a trauma movie, uh, Lloyd's in it, Lloyd Kaufman makes a little cameo,
0: awesome, so what is the movie about?
4: Well, it's the first
5: zombie movie not to feature any zombies, <laughs> it's like the Big Lamowski meets Dawn of the Dead, that's right, so it is a...
6: Well, to achieve
5: that, you've got to go to Atom, com. A-T-O-M, like Atom Bomb. Up and Atom. We don't want to give too many spoilers of the movie out, even though I'm sure if you look around on it's the a, interwebs. It, it's, it's a sports movie.
4: It's, a bo- it's about bowling. It's really about bowling. It's about, uh, oh, uh, mischievous slutty girlfriends... Uh, zo- no zombies in our movie, but it's a zombie movie.
5: It, don't, don't get us wrong. <laughs> we have plenty of decapitations and boobs. So we also have everything. local. We
4: also have local radio DJs, Uncle Nasty, Matt Need, oh, wow. yeah. and Maris the Great, uh, who was in a band called Maris the Great and the Faggots of Death, uh, makes right a little on. cameo in the film. So yeah. is it extremely gory?
5: It is extremely gory. That is one thing that me and Richard like to see in movies is plenty of blood and gore. So we wouldn't make a movie that we wouldn't want to watch ourselves. So blood and gore and boobs with uh jokes in between Basi- yeah
4: basically we made a movie to make blood effects awesome.
0: so and we yeah. wrote what, a story do do around the
4: movie uh, well i wrote directs, uh, acted we both did the same thing so I mean, you guys okay. are like
0: a one man wrecking crew we're like a one we like two like of a them. one
5: man wrecking crew but there's two of us because we're not that organized <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so when, when can we see it? Where can we see right, it? What's right the... now we're
5: stirring up support for Adam the Amazing Zombie Killer. Unfortunately, we, we weren't invited to be part of Denver Comic Con, so we snuck Snowy in, snuck in. <laughs> with, the, with Accordion, and we, we're just harassing everybody to go check out our website, com, and hopefully we'll get some uh, local screenings very soon. Yeah, we're doing cool. we're doing the
4: festival right now. So, cool, hopefully so can you download the movie right now? No, and no, 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 the no. The
5: preview is no. online. Right now we're doing the festival circuit, hopefully to get distributed by, you know, maybe Troma.
4: Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. That's really cool. Wow. So yeah, if you guys maybe want to put a link to our trailer or website yeah, we, or anything, we, we yeah, can we'll do that. Awesome, up awesome there, guys. for sure.
0: We can do that, and just make sure tell people one more time where we can find you and what else we can do for you to promote your
5: stuff. Just dot com and. And if you, if any of your listeners out there happen to have seen the movie, go uh, go on our IMDb page and write a review and like us on the Facebook Adam the Cool, right. very awesome. cool.
0: Thank, Thank you really so nice. much. Yeah, man. thanks for stopping by, Thank guys. Really awesome. Nice. We love you guys. Denver zombie movies.
5: <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely.
4: Thanks. Thank you, guys. Shot in Denver. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, awesome. The whole thing.
0: Then we can say cash register buildings.
4: Yeah. No. Uh, well, we don't got the skyline in there, but yeah. uh, <laughs> we, we filmed in bowling alleys. It's a bowling movie, like I mentioned. Oh uh, wow! So we put out a lot of bowling alleys out of business. Uh, cool. We filmed in five total. Um, the movie only takes place in one, but, but five total. Four movies. of them went out of business. <laughs> so, what's the most like? The most notable place we filmed in was Arvada. Elvis Cinemas.
5: Oh, yeah, I do know where that's oh, at. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only yeah. place left we, where we you can see a movie for place. cheap. Was
1: that? It's the only place left where you can see a movie for cheap. Oh,
5: I know. Is That's right. And, so. it, and it's and it's actually one of the more uh, beautiful theaters in the state. Like, it looks yeah. really, it's 80s, has the rope. It looks really good arcade. in the movie. It is but really. we needed a movie.
4: They go to see a movie in the movie, so we needed a theater. And like, we asked the Mayan, no. We asked the Esquire, no. We asked all these theaters, no, no, no. But the Elvis, yeah.
0: Come on in. Awesome. <laughs> good cool, for you Very guys. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's good to fun. know for us, yeah. you know, if we're ever shooting anything.
4: Dude, totally. They're really cool guys.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, that was you awesome. Too. No, well, Appreciate thank
4: it. you for having us. Really. That was awesome. Thank you. thank
0: you so much. Cool. Thanks for stopping by, guys. They did a premiere of it, or one of their showings, screenings of it this week. So, unfortunately, this will air before you hear it. But they're having another one in October. If you go to their Facebook page, Adam, the, zombie, the Amazing Zombie Killer, you can look it up there. Remember, right. A-T-O-M.
2: In a uh, Biz Jack Flemco Productions, is Biz there. Jack Flemco. So they they have other zombie horror movie stuff. They do some great um, gore effects and things in their movies, and they have a very trauma style feel to there. So right up Brad's alley. He loved
0: Father's Day. Yeah,
1: and I saw some pictures like from the set and stuff that they posted on Facebook. That you know they're certainly having fun. So support your local uh, independent movies.
0: Yeah. That's that's right. So boys, this week we saw Lawless. We did,
1: or.
2: The wettest county in the
1: world. And
0: we saw Lawless. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Brad, should People go see Lawless.
2: It's a it's a good movie, I guess.
0: <laughs> James,
1: I uh, I mean it, it's a little it's a little cheap because this movie totally plays to all of my sensibilities, but I've I've kind of been waiting for the fall to start because I wanted to see a really good movie, and this to me is a really good story, character driven drama
0: movie. Um, it's not technically false, but yeah, I thought the movie was good. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Once, <laughs>
1: once, once the blockbusters are over, then they start Dude pumping out your stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: your story movies. So, anyways, here's the trailer for Lawless. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Ruffey. Oh, sorry. Hey, everybody. Where are the- all you kids to get out of your seats and
4: join us. One, two, three, four. Get ready to dance along, sing along, oh, cool, and boogie your oogie-off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. In an interactive family adventure that's beyond words.
0: Huh? Excusez
4: moi It's adventurific.
3: We're going to have so.
4: Scientastic.
3: That's highly unconventional
4: and spark I can
3: hardly wait.
4: How about a kiss for luck?
3: Oh. Holy mackerel!
4: On August 29th, the first movie of its kind is the coolest thing.
3: Affirmative
4: since milkshakes.
3: Like Sweet Pickle, Dill Pickle, Warm Pickle, Chill Pickle, please. Oh, my favorite. Sounds disgusting.
4: The Oogie Loves in The Big Balloon Adventure. This
0: is the most amazing movie ever.
4: <laughs> this is getting really weird. Only in theaters, Oogis 29.
1: Oh, man, that's an, that is an intense trailer. Yeah, it is. I mean, that is rough. It uh, is.
0: <laughs> Thanks for finding the Red Band trailer for us. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Um, so anyways, it follows a story, I guess a true story, of these brothers who run a bootleg moonshine Distillery out of their backwoods Barmed. barn. Yeah. yeah, and the story. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's character Jack is uh, kind of the weak one. Tom Hardy plays Forrest, who's the badass one. And then they have another. What was the other Derek? What the fuck? I remember his name. Uh, no, it was Howard. Howard Played is like Jason, the muscle. C- Jason Clark. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so basically, they uh, they pay off the cops to. Run this booze into <laughs> town, and, and
1: they're paying off the cops in booze. <laughs> in <laughs> booze,
0: <laughs> um, and it takes place through a prohibition, obviously. Yeah,
1: in the in the hills of Kentucky. Is it Kentucky? Yeah. That's Virginia. Yeah, no, Frank- that's Virginia too. Franklin County, Kentucky. Okay, cool. Well, well, well there's another. Yeah, I, at least I thought so. I, there were, maybe there is more than one Franklin County, but
0: but it was really cool. I thought the movie had a great style to it. I I loved the uh, the 1920s. I guess it was the 30s, but it had a nice. I love seeing the cool cars. I love seeing the Tommy guns. Like, I love the gangster style to it. And, uh, Gary Oldman's only in it for like five minutes, but he has like a really badass moment oh, when he's yeah. introduced. Yeah. Just mows some dude down in a car. Oh. Um, and I, you know, I, the trailer misled me because I thought Gary Oldman was like the cop in it. Yeah. But he's not. He's like a mobster and kind of a bad guy. But the cop who's the worst in it is Guy Pierce, who's really good. Yeah. He kind of plays a germaphobe, but, uh, That might be gay, but he... He plays a Nancy. Yeah, he plays a Nancy, but he also rapes women. Or what's he 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 doing with that woman? does
1: something to prostitutes that they don't like. That's all we know. that they
0: cry. Right. But he's so weird and... And he smells like perfume all the time. He smells like perfume, so they make fun of him and they call him a Nancy. Yeah. Um, It's... it's, So he plays a great character in it, and I mean, the movie's pretty violent, but, you know, I I loved Tom Hardy again. He was really good in it. And you haven't talked about the fact that there is this myth around
1: these three brothers that they think they're invincible. Like, they don't. They, they, they all kind of believe
0: that they can't be killed. And, yeah. and it adds a
1: whole tension to the whole thing where it's interesting don't know because, like,
0: you're. Like, um, you know, Tom Hardy's character says that because um, Shiloh Buff's character, Jack, got beat up, that it destroys the myth of who these guys are. Mm-hmm. He says that the reason we get so much respect is not that we kill people, yeah. it's that people are afraid of us think that we can't be killed. Yeah. Exactly. And there's a great, uh, this isn't really spoilers cause it's like, you no, know, the first third of the movie yeah. that you think Tom Hardy is killed in it. Like they slit his throat Yeah, mm-hmm. and blood splies everywhere and, and he's I holding
2: mean, it together with his own yeah, bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: and it's gruesome. Like, yeah, the, like the dude saws it and, uh, you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe they killed him. And they show, <laughs> uh, Jack and Howard sitting in the hospital and then they go in his room and he's alive. Yeah. And, uh, they tell him not to talk, but he talks anyways, and he, he just, and the story is, is that he got up and walked to the hospital 28 miles away. Yeah. On it, his own. On his own, and uh, it, it's pretty It's pretty interesting.
1: Which I have a feeling is probably the legend. Like, they toy around with that story later, yeah. but I bet if you go back into the story, I bet the legend is that he really did that. Uh, yeah. He probably didn't, but, you know... Um, and man, it's unfortunate that I had seen the trailer as many times as I had because I actually knew like oh, well he he has to get through this because I knew that I'd seen in the trailer that he had like this this line across his neck and I thought maybe at some point he tried, yeah. somebody tries to hang him or something. I don't remember that. Um yeah, I sometimes I notice weird details. Um yeah. but uh I guess oh. I haven't seen the trailer as much as you have. Yeah. I well, it was one that I was really looking forward to because it's made by John Hillcoat who previously did The Road and The Proposition with, oh, that with makes sense. Guy Pearce. Um, and I don't love the proposition, but with all of these movies, the thing that strikes me the most is how engrossing they are because of the world that he creates. Like, the detail in this movie is unbelievable. Like, the little things that they will just... Uh, whoever does the set, the set for this it must have worked their asses off to just put things that, like, I would get distracted by the cool stuff that was in their, their sheds or, you know, the fact that there was dirt on these old cars and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think, man, somebody worked their ass off to really make this look like 1931. You uh, know sign
0: that caught my eye was the Hendrick Motor Company? And they're a mm-hmm. huge uh, NASCAR company now. They yeah. own a lot of cars racing cars. Yeah, there were a lot of cool old signs in there. So I thinking, I've watched yeah, too much American Pickers, so I see a lot of yeah. I see a lot of old signs. I'm like, ooh, I wonder how much. 150 dollars. I give like 150. Um, and what's cool too is Tom Hardy's Forest kind of plays like he's not all there. You know, yeah. he's kind of a bumbling hick, but he's really smart and yeah. Uh, you don't you don't really know if he's off his rocker or <laughs> what his deal is, but. Yeah. Again, it's it's a character I think he's playing to all these people that, you know, this is who I, I'm projecting who I am, but is that really who I am? Um, yeah. It's kind of cool.
1: And it, it's almost like, uh, because especially with the story between him and Jessica Chastain, where you realize, like, that's not necessarily something that he's, he's hiding himself from the other people outside his family. He's hiding stuff from, like, everybody close to him. Like, he doesn't really want to let her in. Like, he's mm-hmm. not okay getting close to people. And she has to... You know, be pretty forceful about, like, hey. Great scene. Look at me.
0: <laughs> mm, um, what's going on here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and I have to say,
0: I think Shia LaBeouf is really good in this. I think he's a good actor. I think he's fantastic in this. Except I keep on reading, like, how much of a douchebag he is. You know, like, he's a total method actor. That I just read that he dropped acid for his next film because his character he played dropped acid at one point. Well, he, he's done movies before where he drops acid. Uh, my wife said that he directed Marilyn Manson's new videos for his album. Um, yeah, he's, I don't know, every time I read an interview with him, I don't like him Like yeah. in person. Uh, well, but, I mean, I, I love his work, but...
1: And anybody who drinks and drives and breaks their hand, there's a part of me that's like, okay, I don't like you as yeah, much Yeah, it almost anymore. seems like he's
0: above and he's trying to be method. Yeah. But there's a way There's a way of being method, like Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. is Abraham Lincoln on the set. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Um, and uh, just not being a... T- a tool about it but, but he doesn't take away from his performance so he's a great actor there's
1: a part of me that roots for him the way that I root for like Michael Sarah, where everybody picks on Michael Sarah and says that he's not a very good actor and he doesn't work very hard and yet I see Shia LaBeouf and stuff and I'm like no he's doing an awesome job like and especially here like there were really heavy scenes where he really had to pull some stuff off and I think uh, he does yeah I great. think
0: uh, a scene where he's really good at is um, kind of where he steps up after um, his friend is killed oh yeah and he walks out to that a oh. Sheriff, and he's like, "No, you don't talk to Forrest. You talk yeah. to me." And you keep can. your voice down. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So there's a great moment where you can see the transition from maybe Forrest is no longer the leader of the brothers. It's kind of Shia LaBeouf's character, Jack, is the guy who's kind of taking the reins now. Yeah. Uh,
1: he he impressed me with the whole scene where he gets where he gets beat up real bad. Yeah. Uh, not only in that scene, but the scene after that with him and Forrest, where I was just like, he, "He's great." He's. I mean, he's totally holding his own in a movie with fantastic actors in it. Um, oh, yeah. The actors in this movie were amazing. And Oh. And Jessica Ch- I was looking forward to Jessica Chastain because, of course, I like everyone else in America. you want to see her naked like I did? Or? No, because oh. I like it. Well, yes. but I, I didn't know she did nudity. I had no idea. Well, she didn't before now. I don't, yeah, I, don't think, sweet. I don't know. I think all um, actresses should. It makes me like them more. <laughs> what, what I was trying to say is, like everyone else in America, I fell in love with her with My the help. My wife just flipped me off when I said that. <laughs> she probably should have. <laughs> uh, I, I totally back that play. Um and so I was looking forward to seeing her in Something mm-hmm. Else again cuz she's totally different here but has some really great scenes. That the the scene she where did. she's at well pretty much her last scene uh where oh, she's yeah. telling him not to chase after Jack. Oh, it's awesome. Oh. Open your eyes and l-
0: or, yeah, look at me. That scene. Oh man. Because you're basically seeing two actors that are great. Yeah. In a scene that's so emotionally powerful that you know sometimes scenes can come off like hokey if you yeah. don't have the correct actors in it but
1: well, because there's so much subtlety, you know, it's these two characters who, uh, Forrest, who doesn't talk hardly at all, he does a lot of grunts throughout the whole movie, and her, who, she she doesn't want to admit what actually happened, because she doesn't want him to get pissed off and go probably get killed, mm-hmm. Um, and so she wants to lie to him and wants to do her best to do that, Uh, but all of that has to come through in them not saying anything, like, they have to lie and and just sort of tell it all through their face and and you know the position of the tears on their cheeks like it's it's insane
0: you know and you forget um you know how big tom hardy is yeah because i mean obviously he was bane and he was you know totally ripped in that but you know when jessica chastain was standing like talking to him he like towered over her yeah and i don't know if she's just really small or something or he's just just a big guy but so much so that it
1: was kind of distracting when they showed the picture of the actual three brothers at the end of the movie, mm. and he was in the middle, and he was the like medium-height one, yeah, and and kind of sort of scrawny, and I was yeah. like, whoa. That's whoa. Yeah, different casting, for Not, sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but, you know,
0: there's even great scenes with uh, Jack's character when he bursts into that church, that really <laughs> big... Uh, I guess Amish church. I guess. And, uh, I mean, I. Had, I don't was think a, they're. I don't
1: think they were Amish, but they you, were some kind were of uh, orthodox. Well, if they were Maybe. Amish, they wouldn't have been living in.
0: But they only had horse-drawn buggies and stuff. I guess you're. I remember right. Remember, she said right. that if my father saw you taking a picture of me, he'd get mad. Yeah, you're right. So I think they're Amish, but like I was uncomfortable when they were singing and washing feet. I'm like, oh my god, I'd get out of there too.
6: <laughs>
1: well, no, he doesn't get out of there because of on moonshine. He doesn't get out of there because of that. He gets out of there because he's gonna throw up yeah but at least that's what i how I, what i what I thought it was going on,
0: yeah but i I guess yeah to me though is that he was gonna throw up because one he was drunk and two he's really uncomfortable Having with the chanting and singing and washing your feet, yeah, well,
1: because Jesus watched or Mary one anyway he is not living in an
0: Amish paradise, no, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, so yeah, I think you should see, I think the movie is really cool. Yeah. And I mean there's enough character driven stuff that it's awesome and then there's an, enough action that it kind of makes up for it. <laughs> I love when uh after Shia Buff sells all his stuff to Gary Oldman and he leaves and he's like, "Oh yeah, I heard about his like henchman says, I heard about that Jack uh forest guy. He uh walked all the way with his head <laughs> head of and then Gary Oldman just destroys him with a shovel." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the o- and the only reason he bought the booze is because he was afraid of uh, the forest oh, because brothers, of, yeah. of the brothers because of the legend that was built around them. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Cause you know, it gave Jack the, you know, the confidence, like oh, I can do this. But in, in reality it was just because he was afraid of the other brothers and yeah. it was cool.
1: And I, well for, well, I, I, I think that, you know, we should talk about the fact that I, I love the fact that it doesn't end shitty. It doesn't. That nobody die well, the bad guys die, but like it has a happy ending which I did not expect. Like, especially with the way they talk about you know, these brothers being invincible and all this stuff. And I was they, like, okay, clearly, clearly one forest. of Forrest die. <laughs> you know, I mean,
0: uh, I mean, we're in spoilers, you know, towards the end, he gets shot five times. Yeah. And you think he dies again? Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Jack is talking about how him and um, Howard got, you know, wives and kids. Oh, all right. And then the camera pans in and it turns left and there's Forrest sitting <laughs> <Yeah>. there.
1: <laughs> He's sitting there and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I didn't care for the end. I thought it was goofy. Yeah. You did? Totally out of
2: tone. with I, I'd, like the movie didn't need yep. that end at all for me so you would have wanted him to die yeah it, it just seems so
0: cold-blooded it's probably <laughs> and, and, the, and the
2: family stuff and just like how true it was and then just the whole all this drama stuff and it just ends with like this shootout on a bridge and yeah you
1: know. Oh, i like that then, like, knife,
2: like like it feels like there should be more repercussions like and also um Gary Oldman's characters have been involved or something like the whole like it didn't seem cohesive it just seemed like yeah uh what are we at time let's just wrap this up <laughs> well and I can I I I
1: totally see what you're saying cuz yeah. John Hillcoat does not make traditionally plotted movies where there there are like little loose end things like that that um yeah I can see that
5: I I yeah but I was and fine with also that.
2: like they make a big deal about him like getting shot five times and then Okay, great. Yeah, he lived through it. I'll, I'll go with that. But then they do like another scene where he gets pneumonia from walking into the, into the ice lake, and then they talk about him dying later. It's like, yeah, I don't need to know that far into the future. That's like, probably
0: but, how he really died. That's but, why. But like the cool but part is that you see. The see the movie him. Needed it. They talked. You know, the voiceover is talking up about how he lived through it, and then he, in a moment, he danced, and then he fell through the yeah. <laughs> the ice, and then it cut away. I think the dance and then is it cool. It cut back through, and him crawling out of the ice. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah
1: well yeah because yeah i think that the the way that they script that is cool because then he says like you know but even even Forrest was gonna die and then we think like oh no he's gonna die in the lake but yeah, then like, he crawls out <laughs> yeah. and you're like holy shit he
0: really is i see i think that's great
2: this yeah. keeps teasing te- te- they tease his death for me too many times for me to be like
0: yeah this felt and out I, of place. so he'd rather have him shot
1: well i, I want to go back to the bridge thing because or have y- him what or he can live i just i <laughs> just didn't like it back to back to back <laughs> yeah like, i got you
2: uh, did he die, or didn't he die? <laughs> <laughs> he might have, <laughs> or did he? It's just back and forth. Like, it's just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the the thing I like about the bridge is that, like, at first is, it is this sh- showdown between these brothers and the cops, and then as that dynamic changes where, like, especially as the other hill folks show up, and it turns into, uh, like, as the cops themselves turn on Guy Pierce. And then there's this whole thing of, like, oh, okay, these people are all a community and sort of in this together. And it's this sort of carpetbagger who's come in to try and screw things up that then they all sort of turn on him. And that I, I, I like that scene. Um, yeah, it's not a big, flashy,
0: like, you know, the gauntlet shootout. Um, but to me, too, I, I think um, how Guy Pierce's character died, I think it was adding to the legend of Forrest because he just died. You know, where Forrest would have, right. like, lived and yeah would have had like a a cane or something i don't know that's how i interpreted it is that's um, why yeah. he died you know just getting stabbed well pretty yeah. gruesomely in the back but i really loved it but um, like i
1: said i'm i'm a sap for any kind of you know uh that kind of americana sort of story anything with lots of bluegrass music in it i'm there <laughs> And also I did look up it is it's Franklin County, Virginia, not Franklin County, Kentucky, but they're yeah. probably across the river from each other. <laughs> probably Guy Pierce Dies in Kentucky. <laughs> he probably does.
2: <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah. So was there anything else you hated about it, Brad?
2: No, nah, that's about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, i I'm wasn't being a jerk. S- I wasn't entirely sucked into it and yes, we were a little distracted yeah. by the dark knight rises in the next room. Yeah. But uh, um And it is, you know,
1: it's a quiet slow burn kind of a movie yeah. you know you got to be in the mood for that
2: yeah i had some good stuff into it and i also had stuff where i was like eh, i'm not, not into this too much yeah
0: that's why i just said good at the beginning you were just waiting for the next time somebody got naked yeah you know me anyways you can like us on facebook real nerds podcast visit our website real dot com. you can email us real nerds at com. you can also call us 7206 nerds 5 tweet us real underscore nerds next week um, nothing We Want to See comes out, except Raiders of the Lost Ark in IMAX, oh. which we'll be going to see, and which you'll hear us talk about and gush about, because s- um, if you don't know, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. Um, I mean, if uh, you guys want, we can go see The Cold Light of Day with um, or the Words with Superman and um, John McClane, but um, it kind of sounds like Taken, but with a rich, spoiled white kid. Says the guy who hasn't seen Taken. I've seen enough of the trailers. I know his daughter was kidnapped, just yep. like uh, this dude's, Bruce Willis's son is kidnapped. Yep. You know I'm gonna watch Taken this week because I, I that comment you just said really hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna watch it and be disappointed. Uh, Not that I don't like Taken. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I,
2: I, you could watch, you could watch Unknown and feel like you watched Taken.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, I, I gotta believe that Taken is better than Unknown. I'm just saying it's
0: Liam Neeson. Going to kill people because he kidnapped his daughter. I don't yeah. know what else I'm trying to expect from this movie. If that's all you're expecting, it's dope. <laughs> There's a cool car crash in it.
1: Yeah. Nice. He tortures some people.
0: Wait. Am I thinking of unknown? <laughs> Is he in that one, too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. They're very similar. I just remember he rebranded himself as this like badass action star. Yeah. It was the best thing he could If only done. had
2: more guns. I could have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, until next week when you hear us talk about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Guess what? Spoilers for that episode. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. Bye. Bye.